What does the term Afro-mystical mean, and why is it so important to understand you and Joe Mama? One of the threads running through uh, Black American culture, uh, and and I would say you can make this observation of, of Afro-diasporic culture, period, mm-hmm. is the relationship between cultural production and what you might call the divine or the numinous, the sense of the mystery of being and how close it is to our embodied everyday experience. Zora Neale Hurston once talked about this principle called the juke. And you, the juke is like the juke joint. And we've all seen the juke joint in movies about the blues. And, you know, it's the shack off in the woods or on the water where people go and they, you know, they have their party and they go and listen to the blues and they get a little tipsy and they, they dance together. And what she says is in that space, an elevation will happen that there's something from that collective gathering and the movement with the music and the collective energy of the people all dedicated to this kind of celebratory experience that will open up an experience of the life force that is is larger than what you walk around with every day. And I think you can look at that and you can think about how that threads itself through black music. You can think about how it threads itself through dance, Alvin Ailey. You can think about how it threads itself through popular dance. You can think about how it threads itself through even the kinds of um, performative conversations and demonstrations and people's own sense of beauty walking through the world. And then there's a correlate in in the Black American sacred tradition in the church where people get the Holy Ghost, right? Like where you see the divine comes through. Um, it, it, you may have seen it with gospel music that it that it lifts and you get that shimmer, that vibration where all of a sudden it feels like God is present, the divine is present, however you want to want to name that thing. So I've, I've always been aware that what interests me is that meeting place between what we can never know, the, the universe, our, our, our ontology that is rooted in our sense of what cosmology is. That is the site where the work really, really happens. There's a lift, there's a change, um, there's a transformation. Do you feel like you've been able to achieve that lift? I have. I have, and I should say, Joe Mama has. <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> Daniel does from time to time, but it is it's it's part of the work, you know, and it's it's a long tradition. It's not something I'm making up, but it's something I participate in in my own way. We had it recently when we did our show in uh, in Boston, and there was this this moment where the room, and it's hard to describe if if you're not a performer, but there's the there's a kind of melting that happens that you can perceive if you if you will when you're in the in the presence of an audience performing live in the way that I do that involves some improvisation everybody in that room you sense their energy you sense their their you sense their intelligence you sense their perception and you can feel like almost like a circuit what's closed and what's open, how the energy is moving through the room. Mm-hmm. And paying attention to it, there will be a moment, if it does turn, there's a moment where everybody knows that it turns and all of a sudden the circuit works in a different way. And um, and that thing, when it happened, uh, there was one particular show I can think of when we were in Boston that it happened and 
I would say over half of the audience started to cry at the same time. It was Whoa. it was phenomenal. It was like, and we all all of the, us who were making the show kind of looked at each other like, oh, it turned the thing, <laughs> you know. And it was it was dramatic because we didn't expect that to happen quite in that way. But it said to me uh, that there was uh, there was a, a place where the individuals making up that audience. And then the collective experience of that audience connected with the subject matter of the piece, which in this piece was about, had a lot to do with race and violence and, and, and conflict and the soul. And given what's going on in the country, it's like the, those things can be very hard to talk about mm-hmm. in, a, in a public space. And there can be a resistance. And if that resistance flips, which is part of the technology of making a work, you know, Mm -hmm. um, it can be a tremendously liberating moment. And again, I, what happens after when people leave the theater, I have no control over that as an artist, none whatsoever, but I can make an invitation to, to uh, say to folks, what would happen if we sat with these ideas and these experiences uh, together and and that we making the piece will hold the room in such a way as not to leave you exposed in a way that's cruel in a way that that tricks you because mm-hmm. I think that's a big part of it too people don't you know why would I show you something if you're going to trick me right you know and that I don't I don't that's not how I roll <laughs> yeah.